Hey guys, welcome to the second episode of the Onside podcast. I speak to Vimal Kewal, who's building Sportsnase MX, a scientific and goal-based approach to fitness. We speak about his background, his experience as a coach, and the major obstacles he's seeing athletes facing in India, and how he's trying to address these problems with Sportsnase MX. First, I just want to know your background because you have quite an interesting journey. Like the one of the things I saw was like American football in Gujarat. I was like, yeah, what? yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, we can we can talk about that. Um, uh, how did you get into like the sporting like you know sphere? Like you did basketball. You started with basketball. Is that where it all started? So I've been I'm, I'm actually my degree. I'm actually an audio engineer. <laughs> oh, so correct, I, correct. I, I, yeah, I've yeah. been a, a, a DJ uh, producer, audio engineer in LA for about fifteen twenty years now. Oh. Uh, but I've always played sports, and I've always been uh, coaching like little league kids things. Uh, uh, I just been really involved with stuff like that. Um, and then from that, it, it kind of evolved to me finding about this league that started here in India. It was called the Elite Football League of India. Okay. Um, they actually, just like many other like uh, uh, other other pro leagues that have been started around India, uh, you know, there's volleyball, badminton, oh, all these. Yeah. Uh, it, it was one of those leagues that got started about probably six, seven years ago. Uh, so it's Elite uh, Football League of India. Um, it was American football. They had a couple teams, like in uh, or eight teams, I believe, uh, in um, Maharashtra, uh, uh, Jaipur, okay. uh, Punjab. Oh, you know, nice. all, all yeah, over. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. they were they were basically doing the same kind of uh, thing as the IPL, right? Yeah. Each, each state yeah, has yeah. has a team. And stuff. Yeah. Uh, so. Uh, I end up finding out so the actual founders are from Southern California. Oh. Uh, they're American guys. Uh, they, they teamed up with Mark Wahlberg, nice. I don't know, you know, the actor, yep. and then yep. a, a, a couple of pro football players, American football players. Um, they founded it, they started it, and then I found out about it. <laughs> so, I, yeah. so I really got intrigued by it. And I was like, okay, you know, at that time I was like about 33, 34 when I read about okay. it. Um, and I was like, okay, I want to go play, right? <laughs> so yeah. I actually started training. I actually started uh, coaching a little bit more. I actually worked with some pro- uh, professional uh, American football ex-players. And then, uh, you know, they, they offered me a corporate job and I didn't want to do that. I actually mm. wanted to play and, and coach and do stuff like that. So then obviously most fitting was to be Gujarat. So uh, I came to Gujarat, Surat. And um, when I came here, the whole landscape was a lot more different than I expected. Uh, you know, a lot of people told me that be careful when going out to India. Mm. Um, India is not a sporting nation, yeah. right? All, all this stuff, the, 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 the run of the mill. Uh, and, you know, it's a bad decision, don't go. And, you know, I, I can't say that they were wrong to some degree. <laughs> yeah. I can't really say they were wrong to some degree. But, but also what came out of it, I think, is, is amazing. Um, uh, being here to start seeing this whole fitness revolution, this whole sport revolution, uh, just the awareness of it. I think there's a long way to go, um, but being here and, and, and actually having this opportunity to maybe even be on the, on the grassroots level to, to grow things is why I've actually stayed for the last four or four years. Uh, it's going to be almost five soon. And what was your experience uh, coaching in India? 50 players under me. Oh. Uh, and, you know, they, these were people from all kinds of backgrounds, yeah. all kinds of backgrounds. Yeah. Um, and and it was one of the the things of the corruption factor in sports, mm-hmm. right? And and I, I just saw uh, there's a letter that just went out recently. Um, the Central Bureau of uh, Investigation for India mm-hmm. is now actually mandating, or I think tomorrow's their deadline, uh, mandating every federation in India to give all their information. 
so they, they can make sure that there's no fake federations because that's a big deal. Big it's a huge problem. Oh. Uh, even the people that are part of federations, I've seen just so much cheating and and uh, so those were some of the things that I that well, I think people are telling me to be careful, <laughs> yeah. right? Um, and I think that's changing now. Obviously, I you know with a, a CBI coming in and, and investigating, I would hope that there's a little bit more of a, a structure and, and and a lot of this is being alleviated. Um, because then it does give again like the players an actual chance to progress and actually get known and work their way up. Um, you know, I, it's just it, it's been hard. <laughs> it's been it's been really hard. Like you know, and I had to leave that team because of stuff like this. Yeah, like, yeah. There's a lot of corruption, a lot of embezzlement. Like they were parading us around, you know, asking for sponsorships and donations, and then the team would not see one rupee of it. Um, and you know, I, I just felt like a sense of responsibility that I was like, I can't Good. be a part of this anymore. Um, but yeah, so, you know, and that's been changing now. That's really been changing. I think a lot of the awareness, the fitness part of it, um, which is my, my main thing, because I really think that's the fundamental basis of what, why Indians are not progressing. Hmm. Uh, they're just not training properly. I think there's a lot of, uh, miseducation as far as fitness. Uh, you know what I mean? Uh, and I think then it comes into the whole natural, uh, uh, fitness type stuff like with yoga and stuff but yeah. there's no strength in that right yeah. Yeah. so I think it's it's, it's evolving uh, yeah. another thing I've been seeing recently is like a lot of steroids are coming into it now I'm seeing a lot of steroids here in India uh, in gyms and stuff you know you see these guys yeah. are all bulked yeah. up like yeah. I'm not bulky yeah. but I can play like that yeah. that's my thing I'm more of an athlete right yeah. uh, these guys are just huge <laughs> you know what I mean and I found out it's because there, there's a lot of steroids going on right Oh. And this happened in the U.S. in like the 70s, 80s. Yeah. So it's kind of, yeah. uh, it's a cycle, right? Correct. So Correct. I kind of see that happening here. Um, I hope it doesn't last very long because then, you know, India's going to get a bad rep again. It's almost like we're on a, a really good roll. There's no reason for us to commit uh, suicide in, yeah. in that sense. Yeah. Uh, so I hope that kind of levels out. And I, I think it measures like this with the CBI and, and them actually going after the Federation, making sure everybody's legit, qualified. So it's going to make a big difference. Um, yeah. yeah, I think the coaches, aside from athletes, are also would need to actually <laughs> get up to the next level. They need to, and, and I see a lot of a lot of uh, initiatives by federations. You know, giving uh, co- coaches certifications through the federation. Uh, whether they have somebody from outside come in, international coach like me to come in and, and train them and certify them and do stuff like that. So it's going in the right direction. So hopefully, a lot of this stuff does. Uh, 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 the byproduct is gold medals, and you know yeah, what I mean, and yeah, championships, yeah. and in and, and all kinds of sports, not just cricket. Because cricket, obviously, we're at the top. Yeah. <laughs> There's no question yeah. about that. Uh, but you know, basketball, the NBA is doing a huge, huge movement here yeah. with the uh, with the basketball. They just had a preseason team. They brought two yeah. two teams yeah. from the U.S. and yeah. played uh, the Sacramento Kings yeah. and the Pacers. Uh, so I think that was just awesome. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. It was obviously an expensive event, <laughs> so you had to be a little bit more of the elite to be there. But I guess it's a start, right? I wanted to ask you in your opinion, if you could say in terms of, uh, you know, importance, what do you think is the main issue for an athlete right now? Is it education? Is it infrastructure? Or is it, you know, access to like coaches? What would you say? Or, or would you say these three are? I think the infrastructure is being being facilitated now. The structure in which a trainer trains uh, or an athlete trains is what I've seen is the difference between uh, India and, and US, say if, if it's a college player, right? Hmm. Uh, if you're if you're playing on a college team, you have a team doctor, you have a nutritionist, you have your coach, 
you have a physical trainer, and you have now now they've done so many things now in the US. Even uh, even if you get sponsored as an athlete, you you get paid. You get you get yeah. starting to get paid. Yeah, uh, in college. Yeah. You know what I mean. Yeah. Uh, so I, I think that kind of stuff needs to kind of translate here. I think there's it's not even infrastructure. It's just the structure of having these people to go with, mm-hmm. uh, go to. Uh, you know, again, being a college student, you're in school, you're studying, you know what I mean? So yeah. all this, you need these people to be there to help you, um, to, to, you know, make sure you're, 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 you do your training right, you're eating right, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I think that's that's a big deal, and, and I don't think about professional players, I'm thinking about college, what's going to get you to a professional, Correct. right? Yeah. Um, forget the professionals right now, what's going to get them there? Yeah. Um, I think the, the grade school and college... Uh, Having that structure or having those people, the proper, uh, even even sports psychologists, you know what I mean? Having these these tools, I think, is what's lacking here. Okay. Uh, and, you know, uh, I think a lot of people, even medically, like, I don't think people really track themselves medically, skin <laughs> blood test, you know, and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. I think that's really important when, when, when the athlete's aware of these things, of himself, you know, I think that really takes, just mentally, it takes you to a different place. Yeah. It takes you to where... Um, you're willing to train. You you know what your goal is. Uh, right now, it's just kind of scattered. Everybody wants the popularity. Everybody wants the fame, but they don't want to put the work in. Yeah. Uh, I I think that that's the main issue right now, and and, and having those tools is, is important. Even after I coached this pro team and I left, right, I actually started coaching basketball in schools. So that's where the basketball comes in because I really wanted to understand what the climate was for kids. Yeah. Yeah. What's just the fundamental part? That's that's you know where why do they fall off? So you know I learned that you know. Usually in 10 standard, most kids stop playing sports because their parents make them stop, right? Um, on the flip side of that, people are also starting to understand that now extracurricular activities like sports would be a great thing to have, like if you're going to go to school abroad, if you want to get a scholarship, you want to yeah. do something like that abroad, yeah. that's a plus. So yeah. I think now it's kind of changing people. people yeah. There's awareness of it. Like, yeah. okay, you know what? My kid is doing well uh, from 8th to 10th standard and he's progressing at this sport. Let me not pull him out of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Let, let him let me feed that. Yeah. Maybe he can get a scholarship. He's yeah. not going to become a pro athlete, yeah. but maybe he can get a scholarship and go yeah. to a really nice college abroad yeah. or whatever it may be. So I think that's that's kind of changing too. So you know, and you know, aside from the doctor, the trainer, the coach, the parents is a very big thing. Yeah. Parents is a very big so uh, resource for for any athlete, any kid, anybody who's growing into something. Uh, having parental support is very important. Yeah. <laughs> aside from everything else, uh, yeah. and 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 yeah. You know, sleeping on the floor, doing stuff like that. That's really hard, man. Yeah. You know, kids don't want to do it anymore after that. So I think that 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 needs to really change, man. Yeah. So so then, how did you come with the idea of sportsnism? Where was that, and when did you decide, like, you know, I wanted to do something? Uh, so again, business? that's why when I was working in the schools, okay. and yeah. I started seeing like what was lacking, um, how, how just how schools approach yeah. sports. Yeah. Uh, I, I just really felt like there needs to be an alternative. There needs to be some some standalone thing to where, just like a parent wants their kid to to excel, maybe the school is not facilitating that, and this kid is very talented. And I've had just, uh, conversations with parents where the parents would tell me directly, "My child is not going to be a doctor. He's not going to be a lawyer, but I know he's going to be an amazing cricket yeah, player." Yeah, yeah. You know, and they don't want to pull him out of school, but they give maybe just as much attention as school to sports after school. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's just, uh, it was one of those things where having these conversations with people, I was like, you know, parents need to have a resource. Parents need to have some kind of a, uh, a guide 
to or a structure again to to let their kid uh, excel, whether it's fitness wise, sports skill wise, and that's that's what Sportnasium came from. Uh, it, it's it's integrated, right? So it's uh, it's all around. Uh, so you know, the last three or four years working in schools, not just that, my my pro. Uh, experience when I came to India, right? So I've, I've done pro grade school, and I was I was also doing Paralympics. Uh, mm-hmm. I was doing that just you know for the good of coaching. It wasn't I wasn't trying to make money or anything. It was just you know something I did, yeah. and and I really understood the climate through this. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? There needs to be something standalone. There needs to be a, a, an option, whether yeah. it's it's an app to where it'll guide a parent through keeping their child fit, uh, and then, you know, it's up to the coach to do the sport part. But now now that we're doing just the app, uh, you know, I was also thinking about being the coach or, or starting a coach coaching thing. But I, I think I'm going to deter from that right now. Yeah. But that that's that was kind of the, the ethos of, of how Sportnism came up. Yeah. And it was just my experience inside. But, yeah, I think it's people are always going to say no to you. You're going to hear a thousand no's or or naysayers, you're going to meet a lot of them, especially in the beginning. Um, but I, staying determined and understanding that, you know what, maybe, and, and you know what, when somebody tells you no, it's actually good. There might yeah. be some information to take I, from that. Yeah. And you know what, let me make sure that I do pay attention to that. Yeah. It doesn't mean I'm going to stop, yeah. but I need to pay attention to it. You yeah. know what I mean? So I, I, constructive criticism is something that I, I'm, yeah. I'm always willing to hear. <laughs> and, and nobody ever knows what's going to be true or not. Your opinion doesn't mean it's good reality, right? So... Yeah, it's it's you just gotta be tough, man. You just gotta go through it. So, what is the app gonna be about? So, if I'm a athlete and I go log on to the app, what is what are the okay? So, kind of the so uh, the way they so it starts with integrated fitness training. Okay. So okay. we do is uh, uh, we do assessments. Everything assessment based, right? So we do postural assessments. We do um, strength assessments. Uh, some some cardio assessments. Uh, 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 you do upper lower body strength. Uh, some skills. Uh, speed, agility, quickness. We do some of these depending on what your goals are, depending on what you're trying to achieve, right? Uh, some things are not applicable for people. Like uh, some people are overweight. So it's actually across the board. It starts with fitness. Yeah. So we uh, we approach the muscle imbalances first. So a lot of people have hunchback. Maybe, uh, you know, they're sitting on the computer too much. So how do we fix this? Like mm-hmm. how do we straighten their posture so that now eventually down the line when they're going to play a sport, they don't get injured. Because their their body's mechanically running running properly, it's it's it, everything's in line. Let's say put it that yeah. way, right? Yeah. So keeping that's our first thing. Uh, so any fitness goer, anybody that 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 wants to get in shape, it doesn't matter if you don't want to be a, a, an athlete or not. It all starts there. Um, uh, based on the assessments, then we do four week phases where uh, you know we we give you a regimen. So the, the app will deliver you the regimen. After the assessment, we program your, your regimen for the next four weeks, depending on what, what your results were, right? Um, now you, you go to the gym. You can do this all by yourself now. It'll give you the workouts. We'll have, uh, you know, timing, like what what you should be, your rest periods. Uh, all that is, is yeah. built in. Yeah. Uh, because a lot of people, you know, while they're working out, they just end up talking or they yeah. end up, they walk off or they yeah. get in their phone and start messaging. Yeah. So I want to keep the phone as it because people are on the phone anyway. Yeah. So that should be what, what keeps you moving, right? So that kind of takes the trainer out per se because you're not, you don't need to be involved. That on the other side for the consumer makes it a lot cheaper as well. Because yeah. you're not paying a trainer four, yeah. five, six thousand yeah. rupees a month, yeah. right? Because now you have it here. Yeah. Uh, every four weeks we go through the assessment again. We see if we need to progress you or we need to regress you, depending on your 
your your results, your your feedback, how how you've been going on. Uh, that would be the app primarily for that. Then when you when you so we'll have the nutrition side. Uh, so it hits on rehab, physical fitness, um, and nutrition. Now, if you're going into sports, we have uh, uh, performance enhancement. Uh, depending on what your sport is, if you want to increase your speed, you want to increase your jump, your vertical jump, whatever it is, that's going to be built into. Uh, again, these are all things that are based on your goals. Uh, it's really goal-driven, really assessment-driven. That's what's going to be the, that platform is all about. So it's anybody that, that you can be a kid or a parent with a kid, and they want to make sure that their kid's getting trained properly. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So it's again, the child would be assessed. They get a program. They assessed another four weeks. That'll be the the basic scheme of it. Um, it's a four-week intervals that we do the assessment, and you just keep progressing. Um, and then eventually, at a certain point, when you get to a point, you you loop back in. Okay. Uh, you start over again because yeah. then you keep building whether it's your volume your intensity you keep building 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 nobody gets uh, you don't get exhausted you shouldn't feel exhausted you know a lot of trainers nowadays uh, i've had so many people tell me that they just stop going to the gym because they're just so exhausted afterwards yeah the, the, the trainers push them way too hard and then that's not good <laughs> that's not something that that's good for repeat business at least <laughs> uh so the, we want to make sure that we safeguard uh, against a lot of these things and it's very very scientific it's all scientific method um that would be the gist of that uh, so so yeah. and then have you all kind of have figured out some kind of you know revenue model as to will this be like a subscription based yeah or? so so that, that's that's kind of what we're we're trying to figure out right, figure out yeah. right now because there are a lot of options again yeah. just like anything else a lot of options Right now, I would primarily, I would uh, ideally like to go into sports academies and gyms as as their their operation software, okay. right? So yeah. they're paying us subscriptions yeah. or or whatever it may yeah. be. They can use we give them five hundred members or whatever it is. We make sure we train a couple of their master trainers to use our system, and we let it roll. Uh, obviously, we'd be able to uh, monitor and make sure that everything is going right. Um, uh, when it goes into a, a particular gym, we do have to make sure that first they're certified, the, the facility is certified. They're able to facilitate our, our our app, a lot of the the methods that we use, a lot of the equipment we use. They need to make sure they have that, right? Yeah. So primarily, I think I want to hit gyms first because I think they they need structure right now. Yeah. A, everybody's using the card, you know what I mean? Yeah. You forget what you did last week. <laughs> and then, you know what I mean? Like a... There needs to be a little bit of a clinical process to it, yeah. and that's that's what I think the app's going to do. So you can you can follow your your progress. You can uh, log whatever you need to log. Um, it's there. Like any trainer, or say you have a, a trainer and a coach, right? They can both look at your progress. They can both see what you're doing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think that that's that's going to be a big void. I hope to to fill because I think that that'll kind of keep things progressing properly i hope so at least and then yeah sports academies and gyms those would be the first places i'd uh, like yeah. to get in there uh, that would be my model for that and then there's also so now there's also trainers so like say um a trainer really likes the app and he's like you know this will help me take on more clients which it will uh, a, a trainer probably now can only do maybe 20 30 clients i think maybe a month this should be able to let them do 100 you know what I mean? So even even a, a, a trainer might want to use this app. So when he creates his own account, now he can use it for his his uh, clients in his way. So I think there's a lot of lot of ways, but it is mostly subscription. I would say that would be the, yeah. the best way to go for it. 
Do you think, uh, have you seen any other players in this space? Like any other companies or any other... From people? what I've heard or what I've been talking about, uh, there is nobody... Doing this really specific? This. Yeah, not in this way. I think yeah. uh, I've seen in the US, there's there's a, there's a gym company, uh, uh, 24-Hour Fitness, and uh, they're doing something like this. They're trying to do something like this. But I, I just... It didn't come off right. I don't know. I, maybe I just get in, didn't get into it enough. But yeah. while I was there for a few months, I, I tried it out, and, and it just it wasn't doing. I saw what it was lacking. You know what I mean? Yeah. I learned a lot from it. Yeah. But and there's not not for anybody that I know. Um, and you know, I've I've spoken to a lot of people out here, like sports doctors and stuff, and they all told me there's nothing like this right now. So yeah, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully that's a, a good thing and not a bad thing because. You know, it, it could be one of those things where it might just be obsolete. I don't think it is, though. I really think the structure is important. Um, so, yeah, hopefully you know, we're ahead of the game in that <laughs> sense. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, I just have three rapid-fire questions for you. Sure. First one is, who's your favorite sports person? Uh, like, it doesn't have to be because of his talent. It could just be you just admire him the way he is and stuff uh, like that's that. That's a big question, man. Um, hmm. There's been, you know, in America, again, so many sports players do so many good things in the community. They, they, you know, they're always, uh, out, they're not, they're not like, um, oh, you know, I have money and screw everybody kind of thing. They're actually pretty involved. Uh, it's really hard to say who would be, uh, as a, as a person, uh, man, that's a, that's a tough question. <laughs> that's a really tough question. Uh, like I thought maybe basketball maybe someone because that's so the guy that I liked when I was growing up actually turned out to be a steroid user <laughs> and, and uh, yeah. that's okay I mean you still you you liked his performance and you liked yeah, the way yeah. so that was Jose Canseco when okay. he was a baseball player oh okay. uh, he outed a lot of people so he's actually yeah. like blacklisted now <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah people don't like him anymore but he was a great baseball player back in the day um but he's huge, he's a big guy. Uh, that would be as childhood. Um, I think now, uh, I like a, a quarterback in particular, uh, Russell Wilson. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, he's yeah. a, a Seattle Seahawks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I really studied him a lot when before I came because I'm actually, I was a quarterback too, but I'm actually short for a quarterback, right? So is he. He's about 5'11", and I'm right under 5'10". Oh. So, I, I, you know, I really watched him because it, it helped me learn a lot, uh, you know, how to use your your weaknesses as strengths, right? You're little, that's fine. So use your speed, be a little bit more squirrely. You know what I mean? You can run around because these guys are big, so they they can they're not as agile as you, right? So you know, learning these kind of things. I think Russell Wilson was a and he's a really good guy too. Uh, he's really involved in the community and stuff. He unfortunately just lost the other day, so they're out of the <laughs> out of the championship race. Um, but yeah, he he would be probably one of the newer guys that that I would respect in that way. And then obviously there's like Kobe Bryant and all these yeah. other guys. Right? So Los Angeles has so much sports talent that yeah. it's, it's kind of hard to pinpoint exactly. But yeah, those I think those would be the the guys that I, that stick out to me the most. Yeah, and this is the last question actually. Yeah. I think a lot of people also like especially in sport. I think there's a lot of inspiration you can get from just reading books and stuff. So do you have any book in particular that you've read or you just liked? Um, so that you know what? I actually uh, <clears throat> the one that I it is just more of an awareness type yeah. book. Uh, yeah. It was a uh, Celestine Prophecy. Oh, not uh, that. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a small paperback. It's not that that crazy, but it was really one of those things where it you know talks about energy and and uh, and 
you know, uh, manifesting things, like, you know, thinking about things and how to make sure you get to that point and, and absorbing things around you, being aware. Uh, I think it was, it, was, it was a good book. That was probably one of them that I really liked. What's one very big lesson you've learned from sport? Falling down and standing up is, is, is a good lesson to learn sometimes. <laughs> yeah, honestly, it is. Yeah. yeah. Making a mistake is the best way to learn. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah. So, thanks. Thanks, everyone. Thanks for coming. Yeah, out. definitely. I appreciate being out here. Uh, yeah. Hey guys, thanks for listening to the podcast. We'll be adding a cool section where we'll get fans to come on and speak about their favorite club soon. So stay tuned. Uh, in the meantime, please make sure you subscribe. We're on all your major podcast platforms, whether it's Apple, Google or Spotify. And share this with any of your friends who might be a sports lover. Thanks.